0: Yeah. you ain't heard
1: that from me. Yo, what up what up? You know what time it is? It's time for some sippin' tea with Joey and Marie. <laughs> Yeah, we back at it again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a day that you will remember forever. Trust me. Like
0: ever, forever, forever and ever ever ever, 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 ever. We don't have that much like <laughs> echo,
1: a chamber type stuff, but we, you know, we're gonna yeah. try. But
0: gonna... you guys know we create our own effects. Yeah, that's what, that's
1: what we do. That's that's the beauty of the show. We create all types of effects. You know, we do it, and we mean? do
0: better effects than anyone else. The lot of times, I run into people, yeah. and they're like, "He do that one thing."
1: Yeah, they're like, "That's the that's yeah, the that's, like, the, catchphrase thing, that's you know the catchphrase thing." You know what I mean?
0: They're like, "Can you do the thing?"
1: Yeah, you know the thing. I did, at, uh, I did it at uh at the at the CrossFit throwdown because they were doing the throwdown this uh this, this past, past weekend, weekend and I was announcing it. So they were like, Hey man, do the br- 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 yeah. And I was like, Oh y'all really want that, huh? Yeah. So I was opening up, in, up in the uh the athletes were all like,
0: ah rah, 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 and I was like rah, 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 Oh yeah, rah, 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 rah. when I worked in construction, I was like, <laughs> I would come to my like my desk and I'm like, Can you do that one thing? And uh. I'm like, that's kind of weird that you want it. Yeah, we got you. Sure. We got you. If it's going to make you feel good. Right? it's going to make you finish the roof then, okay.
1: <laughs> and speaking of make you feel good, we got a lot of nostalgic stuff that we're going to be talking about today because mm-hmm. uh, the heroes of the 80s have reunited once again for another Expendables movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It looks wild. We also got um, the man, the myth, the legend finally got his dues, man. Yeah. Finally got what he should have gotten many, many years ago. Tupac Shakur. We're going to be talking about him. And also I got to say a little something about um his uh his documentary because mm-hmm. i really gotta give you a little details on that because yeah. oh my goodness like
0: if you haven't already heard like watch yeah. the documentary he's gonna yeah. tell you again
1: trust me I'll, and i'm gonna <laughs> tell you again because i saw that when i when i told him about the documentary last time i was halfway through it yeah but i'm gonna tell you the end of it right because okay. you gotta watch
0: so it now you finished it <laughs>
1: And then also This was a, ba- uh, a sad day A passing of another legend Another WWE AKA WWF legend mm-hmm. One that I grew up with When I was a kid And I was like Man I used to love Watching this dude wrestle Not only that I used to love Watching the cartoons mm-hmm. And everything It was like a big deal Back in the days For all you Hulkamaniacs Out there But And there's so much more But today We do have some special guests In the building we right do. now We do Not yeah.
0: one Not but one two. but two
1: Special guests <laughs> In the building Is the untouchable G And my
0: stretch out your my feet.
2: Build. Man, those effects though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <those are fakes. laughs> hey, You're gonna have to trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: You know what I'm saying? Look, man, we got these uh legendary artists right what here up, in the building up? right now. Yo, yo. These guys that did a lot for the Magic Valley. They put the stamp on the Magic Valley back in the early 2000s. They had Hits like Burning Hot, Thug Lady They had another banger They had so many jams, man That trust me If you haven't heard them You're going to be like Let me go back and listen to these jams You're going to be like Thug
2: Lady Baby Lady My Thug Lady Shoot right and die for me
1: question. Oh, you need to. Yeah. And, spe- music. and speaking of these guys, they did a song, their original hit, that first hit, the Radio Waves, here on 92.7 The Music Monster, was a song called Thug Lady, which featured Dante Thomas. Dante Thomas has been on our show before, too. Yeah, a
0: few times. And uh,
1: it's called uh, Sippin' it with Dante Thomas, so reference that uh, that uh, you know, episode. Particular episode. And then uh, come back. But let me tell you, that song was one of my favorites, Thug Lady. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he did sing Thug Lady on it, didn't mm-hmm. he? He did a little clip of Thug Lady. Yeah, on that did. episode you, right? you
2: know I coached him on that hook right did you oh so, yeah.
1: that bone bones in the building now look let me tell you man my these
0: thug lady.
1: not dude he look.
0: goes and I one two three and
1: I, I, I one and two th- and <laughs> <laughs> uh, man a touchable was uh, it, or, or is you know what I mean my man P Shorty and bones there was also 40 hours there was also Joe there was also KT Money mm-hmm. let me tell you man it's it was, it was an amazing uh, group that you guys put together, man. I remember watching you guys back in the days, and people used to like freak out, man, when you would, guys would come out. And I remember one time I was watching you guys perform, and KT had a small spot. This is the very first time you guys introduced her on Burning Hot at the end. Every lady... Every girl would rap her verse, huh?
3: Like they would be like, "Uh, uh,
1: yeah, untouchable, you know. And I was like, oh, snap, man. These guys are burning hot. Let me just say.
3: That place was packed as well, man. That place was just on fire, man. It
1: was. And and it was just an amazing, amazing time here in the Magic Valley because it was actually when I started radio. When I started radio, you guys started at the same time. So like it was like at the same time we were doing all these things together, you know. And I was just like, damn, these guys are coming up, coming up. And everybody would just be always talking about Untouchable. Everybody would always want me to play Untouchable. Back then, uh, mm-hmm. J.T. Powers had this show called uh, The Road Rash. Remember Road Rash? Mm-hmm. And he would do the top five at five. Oh, and yeah. you guys would always yeah, be yeah. on the top five for Burning Hop. Oh, I like when
2: you step twice. All
3: the time. Yeah, was, all the time. It was, it was a constant battle with uh, Mad Row. I think Mad Row had a couple of jams out it. The they same did, time that's right. Huh? So it was all, we were always like battling you yeah. know, the, them or whatever. It was a, quite the competition. It was fun. Wow. <laughs> was you were fun. little back then. You oh, probably yeah. don't remember this. No, I don't. Huh? You're like,
0: <laughs> I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> that's like the best part being like, I have to sit in the middle because like, there's things I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. She, like,
1: <laughs> I, I, I think Aaliyah was like, oh man, you were probably like about six. Years old, yeah. seven years old, maybe. When 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 that was happening, mm-hmm. she was little, man. So all these cool things would be happening around us, and we didn't really quite quite understand the impact that was that was happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying, man? Oh man!
3: So you mentioned that real quick, yeah. About you know the youngsters or whatever, and it's and it's transition. You know, we used to jam those songs,
0: yeah.
3: Now our kids are jamming those songs, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just. I mean, it's, it's just a wild, it's a wild ride, man. So right. So
0: how, how did you guys start? Like, how did this group, like, kind of come about?
3: Um, so, I don't know. It was way back in the day. I, mm-hmm. I moved from Texas to Buell, and, um... Los Angeles, Angeles. Yeah. Beal Angeles. Beal Angeles. <laughs> and, you know, it was a little and that was two was
1: play, and what Twin Twin Compton or was it, what it was called call <laughs> it Com Twin Com Twin. We go way back. That's
2: some OG
1: stuff. Yeah,
3: I mean that, that was way back in like '93 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. It, was, it was a long time ago. And then uh, so I'm from Texas, you know. We move in. I was a little froggy at that time, you know. Mm. And so my my house was known as the the spot, you know. We all get rocky when we come from different areas, right? Yeah, from no, Texas, California. Like, no, we're ready. Everybody wanted to come by and see what we were about. We know? all got <laughs> that history. <Yeah. laughs> we even had a couple of, I think that's when I met Ready Star and uh, Aaron Oh, Popman. yeah, Aaron <laughs> Hotman. was at those parties. Yeah,
2: Bielsa,
1: yeah what, what was, the name of their group was called, um, it was a Mad Riddler. Was it Mad Riddler? I'm not sure, man. It was something like that, but it was so before it was they were... So so I'm not sure. Man. Oh, Solingo. That's what it was. Solingo. Lingo. Yeah. So lingo. So lingo.
2: That's, that's way back. Yeah. Right. that the I think I had the cassette.
1: Oh, oh Solingo? Lingo. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I need to get Illa up in here, too, yeah. man, to talk about his history, too, man. Yeah, was, but, yeah. So uh, way back.
3: But, well, well, you know, on that note, though, I mean, so that's when I met these guys, you know, because there was a little crew in Buell or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so... Um, the first time I met him and his brother smoking Joe, they were, uh, we'd go to chill at the park, you know. And um, here they come with their little low rider bikes, man, the two of them, you know. I'm, la- I'm like, like oh, fools who right here? I'm like, oh, oh who's yeah. <laughs> oh, right oh, here? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I-, I like this, you y'all know Y'all gonna what front, saying? y'all gonna front, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were, dude. <laughs> it, it, was, it was pretty wild, seeing them roll up. And then, you know, it was kind of on from there, you know. They were, they were young, man. Like, I was... Probably 17-ish, 18-ish, you know, and and, uh, he, what were you guys, man? How far apart are we? 14, 13. Yeah, 13, 14. You guys were youngsters. teenage, yeah. teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why they call him Papa G.
1: they like, Papa Shorty. You know what's funny is is MAG tells me the story about you're like, I'm going to go with Papa G. He's like, I'm not going to call you Papa. It's going to be P Shorty. I'm not <laughs> doing, I'm doing that. I'm not going to call you Papa. Right, right, right. <laughs> crazy. So that's how you guys got together. So that, that, that far back, and yeah. then you know what we're going to get into that because yeah. we really want it, people it's quite the story
3: man and it's, it and it's a long story man but, yeah.
1: we just we go way back definitely yeah. right. 543 <laughs> you guys go way back like freaking a uh, camel clutch and freaking uh, the iron Sheik? is that how far you guys go back or is that too far i don't
2: know too far. That
3: is too far. <laughs> a little <bit> too far. <laughs> like that's no, probably a little, far. A little
1: too, far he's far not too far back. <laughs> Camala, bravo! Yeah. I mean, I'm not older. Look, I, I'm going to tell you, I am older than you guys. But look. I watched uh, when I was a kid, like in the '80s. And no, actually, you and I are probably about the same age, right? Yeah. And and so yep. I would watch these these shows in the '80s, right? And it was uh, WWF uh, back then, and mm-hmm. it had like it was the original crew, right? Remember, it was Hulk Hogan, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, yep. um,
2: Macho Man, yeah,
1: Macho Man, oh, yeah, ja- yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan, you know, mean? Yep. Junkyard Dog. Hey, all I seen those. Hacksaw. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do remember they also had a cartoon? You would watch the car. There was a cartoon that would come on, Saturday morning cartoons, because I used to love watching and those. Those were the best, right? Right. Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons. You get there with a big old bowl, like a mixing bowl of cereal, put Captain Crunch yeah. in right? there. That was before YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, all of the, all that stuff. I'd always have to wake up early before my sister just so I could make sure that I had uh, control of the TV, the TV, you know? So yeah, I could yeah, watch yeah. You know, the, Hulk, the, the Hulkamaniacs and whatever. Hulkamaniacs, brother. Let me tell you, brother. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> dude, it, yeah. it, the, my favorite thing was watching uh, A Roddy Roddy Piper because the villains, I don't know why. I always liked the villains. Like Root for I, the villains. I, I Rooted yep, for yep. the villains, right? Yep, yep. And Roddy, Roddy Piper was the his crew had the Iron Sheik. Like that was his right hand man. And then the uh, the the Russian guy, I can't remember his name. Like uh, whatever mm. his name was. But anyways. Iron Sheik was my favorite because of that move. He do this the camel clutch and I'd always try to do that like on my sister and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch this move. It's a wild move. But anyways, this dude was like one of my like my favorite villains, you know? And come to find out the Iron Sheik was actually a real like Professional, like wrestler for uh, Iran. He was Mm -hmm. Iranian, yeah, and he actually he 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 was like revered by uh, all the politicians. Like the president loved Mm -hmm. him and everything. And he was like he was actually like he was scary. Like he was he was he was a he could he could take you out if he needed to. You know what I mean? He he was that type of guy. And so they had some kind of a fall through, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why he had to leave Iran because he didn't want to he didn't want to be in any kind of the stuff like they were trying to do so he left and that's why he came to the states and he ended up becoming, you know, a WWF wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so while he was down here, he became friends with all that crew like uh, Macho Man and all that. But Macho Man and um and Iron Sheik and all of them were actually wrestling for The Rock's grandma. Mm-hmm. So they used to wrestle for The Rock's grandma, and that's really? ha- yeah, and that's how ha- the uh, the because uh, The Rock's dad is Rocky Johnson, mm-hmm. yeah, the the dad's uh, yeah, his dad <laughs> is Rocky Johnson. So yeah. Rocky Johnson, oh yeah, come um, back to me, was friends with all of these guys. So they'd always come hang out. All right? The uh, the uh, Andre the Giant would come hang out with them. Say they'd have like it would be like us hanging out at, at our house, like at a barbecue. So you'd have Macho Man, Randy Savage, everybody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trip. yeah, just hanging yeah. out. And The Rock is a little kid, a little dude, you know, a little squinkler you know, hanging mm-hmm. out. And these dudes were all hanging out so to him he grew up with the Iron Sheik and the Iron Sheik was like his uncle
0: yeah well a lot of them were like his yeah, uncles his right? uncles
1: yeah and he he calls him Uncle Sheiky is what mm-hmm. he would call him oh wow well. yeah and so even Andre the Giant there's a lot of stories about mm-hmm. him and Andre the Giant how like he he, t- he taught him all these cool things. Yeah, while he well, was even growing. on
0: the show Young Rock, yeah. he references a lot, and they've actually are played by, of course, actors. And, and then, but Iron Sheik was on there a few times yeah. um, with his character in like the first season, I think.
1: Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys gotta watch it. It's a really cool show if you haven't seen uh, the Young Rock. Yeah, because it, it you shows a Yeah, that you definitely cause.
0: learn a lot about the earlier age of the rock because it's like yeah like you knew he did wrestling and all those things but like going back farther and farther like i didn't know that his grandma like managed all these wrestlers and that like she like she had like a whole thing with the fbi like it was just all this crazy stuff um and so like that show is really good because there was a lot of stuff that i i really didn't know um but especially in that particular like just how involved all of those Legends were around in his life. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't think they were that close. Right, <laughs> I got to see that man. Yeah, no, it's I didn't it's, know it's. grandma really good. was such a G. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, she was, yeah on the show, yeah. and because it's a comical show, yeah. but. And then, like, because the premises is The Rock is running for president. So, like, there are these seasons, like, he's going through the presidency, um, but they're going through flashbacks of when he was a teenager and all these things. And, yeah, like, his grandma, like, holy crap. And I remember he would briefly talk about his grandma in certain interviews when he did films, but I didn't realize how much of her, like, she really influenced a lot of those guys, too. And, yeah, you have to watch it if you haven't watched Young Rock. Yeah, it's about those seasons, it. I think. Super nostalgic,
1: mm-hmm. man. What a trip, man. Yeah. yeah. It's always nice learning some history on huh? um, right. Oh yeah, right? mm-hmm. and, and it's just all the connections. Like you never know the connections, but you know the whole reason why I brought up the Iron Sheik is because unfortunately he passed away at 81. Mm-hmm. Man, this guy was 81, 81, passed away. Man, legend gone, but will never be forgotten. Especially with me, I do the camel clutch. You know, sometimes your mom she gets froggy. I do the camel clutch. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, chill, my, chill. my mom, my mom does
0: the camel clutch, <laughs> on my dad.
1: Truth be told, yes. <laughs> 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 but that's because I like it. That's <laughs> <a bit more. laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh,
0: no. But, yeah, no. Yeah, when I saw that this week, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, Bum But it's out. crazy because when I watch, I know, like, it's fake actors playing their roles. But, like, I get so invested that they're in the show. And I'm like, oh. Nah. And I'm sure, like, because he's still filming Young Rock, isn't he? Well,
1: hes he, they haven't said if they're going to continue. Continue with it, right? But I think it is. I yeah. mean, it's doing pretty and good. And I would
0: imagine he would pay a tribute episode yeah, yeah, yeah. of some kind. towards it's, it's pretty dope. Yeah.
1: So we're talking oh, about legends here, man. Did you guys ever think, in retrospect... You know, when you guys were making music, that at least definitely here in the Magic Valley, you guys would become legendary. Because here's the thing, man. It's like, I don't know how many times i get people hitting me up hey man how can i get a hold of that untouchable uh street products album you know how can i get a hold of this man hey man where can i hear this song you know where can i do this and i tell them just go on youtube man you go on youtube or go to cd baby you buy the album i think you still buy the album or sometimes i'll message you'll be like hey do you still have those albums you know what i mean yeah yeah. because people always hit me up and so i'm always messaging them and letting them know but man i've i posted uh i posted a a sample of one of uh, your classics you know and yep. everybody was, was replying to it and talking about it and stuff. And I'm like, dang, man. You know what I mean? I know how nostalgic it is because for me, you know, mm-hmm. there's a different connection with us. You know, we've known each other for a long time. And, and I've seen you guys through the process. But, like, for the fans, just for to be a fan from the outside, you're just like, whoa, man, this is freaking pretty neat that people got that much love still to this day. What do you guys think about that?
3: Well, I mean, starting out, I mean... you. We could tell that there was something special happening, you know, because things were just flowing really good or whatever, you know. But I had no idea that it would have this much of an impact, to be honest. But but it felt right. felt good. Things were coming together, you know. I mean, the Thug Lady track. Yeah. I mean, being able to put that on the radio, you know. And yes, yeah. who was it? I think it was Howard.
1: Howard man. Mayhem uh-huh. he works uh-huh. here now right oh he's back yeah away? he's he's, oh, on, he's on a country station now really you know what I mean yeah, yeah. He, he's like uh, he used to be my boss you know what I mean right, now the, okay. the tables have turned <laughs> 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 but, but I'm gonna tell you like this I love that guy because he'll be like what's up boss nah no, bro no, no don't call me boss bro. it just feels weird you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, I cause he taught me the ropes and it feels like and then when he talks to me like I was like chill bro but yeah Howard yeah. Mayhem talks about you guys very highly especially about you because you and him him would talk a lot and yeah. he's like yeah Andy yeah Bone I was telling him about you guys and he's like oh damn they're coming in here I was like yeah, yeah I'm gonna interview them he goes man that thug lady track burning hot ooh he, does it, know, he gets man. all excited Howard. What <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, hey, he, but,
3: he was definitely tripping though when I first showed him that song you know, and he was like you know, you guys did this here in in Twin? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, we're from Magic Valley, (laughs) man. Magic Valley, MV, yo. And yeah, yeah, he was just blown away, man. And it just kind of definitely blossomed from there, man. That's Mm -hmm. for sure.
1: What did you you think, Bone, of when Burning Hot hit the airwaves and people were, I mean, because they love Thug Lady, but I think Burning Hot went like a step higher. Like, once burning a hot and drop, it, was, it seemed like it was, it was like, hot. it was really that, <laughs> you know? It, it became hot. a burning hot moment for you guys. It was
2: so hot that, bro, I heard the guy singing KT Money's part.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. like, hey,
2: No, but for real, you know, we, we really didn't know how how big it would become. And even to this day, still, you know, being revelant. And, you know, even our kids singing the songs, you know, and promoting it. And, you know,
1: that's... Doesn't that make you feel good in your Oh, soul? bro, it yeah. feels
2: so good. You know, mm-hmm. as a father, you know, your dad, you know what's up. You mm-hmm. know, you know, we we've grown I up I wish and, my
1: kids would sing my songs ah.
0: whatever I'm the only <laughs> child that shows up to your concerts every time I do gotta say
2: we, we did start around the same time and, mm. and Bravo bro you've always shown love since oh, day one man yeah. and you know we always appreciate that and shout out Bravo bro and, and the, the radio station too like you know it's a trip coming back in here again you know what I mean after so many years mm-hmm. and right. even though we were walking down the wrong hallway I know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the dead zone back there the zone. dude
1: there were so many people who went through that studio it's like a legendary studio. Yeah. RBX, remember when you, because you guys did a song with RBX.
3: We do. Yeah, yeah we soon, did. Yep. And I had
1: RBX in the back, Studio, Ready Stars back there, Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been so many people that have been back there, yep. including you guys. You guys, right. I, I had a bunch of, I still have some interviews with you. I recorded, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, uh, but man, like, I, I, I think about it, like, in retrospect, like, I'm going, like, dang. In that time frame, yep. we, I didn't realize how amazing it was of a moment you know? Oh, I know. It's like, yeah. um, I, I can't remember what who says that. Honestly,
0: but... like I kind of forgot about that section of the building again. Right? Because it's been so long ago.
1: If you go into that studio, there's a bunch of little pieces taken out of the freaking, uh, the, the, the sound, sound phone. Oh, really? I personally did little. that.
0: <laughs> I left my mark on this building if anything happened. <laughs> that's, so, that's so cool, man. Yeah, I would pull it. I actually, we got in trouble. I remember my dad made us like, write I'm sorry on like a front and back page. And we had to do like two pages. of like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Me and my sister were like, dang, and we thought we could just like pull it <laughs> apart and of course we got in trouble like, what's it. this? Piece candy, but dog. it's okay because i could go back in there and like tell people like i'm the one that made this all <laughs> happen That's but true. like this building itself like it's not a big building either but the fact that all so many things have happened inside these buildings and in each kind of studio itself it's just yeah. i really did forget forget that side for a second right?
2: Man. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of uh with howard when we when he was putting our song on mm-hmm. you know now you could have put the song in and get it translated like that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back then, he, he had us write, translate the, our lyrics. Oh, because <laughs> and it was on paper, that. bro. We had to write uh, them today. out and bring it to him and stuff. No, yeah, that was tricky
3: back in the day to actually get on the radio with the genre that, that we were in, mm-hmm. you know. And, and speaking on, on Burning Hot, you know, like, like to hit the scene with Thug Lady in itself was just mind blowing. Thug lady then, was amazing, then, bro. And then, so we obviously let it be known right there, right? And then the Burning Hot, in the next single, um, introducing a female MC, KT There wasn't Money no MC MVB, MC's on that on caliber, show, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they're, to this day... I don't, you know. I mean, where the oh, females yeah. at? She, Come on, ladies. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I mean, you know, oh yeah, so I don't like in, she in think, yeah, the
0: magic. Yeah, Magic Valley. So
2: many girls around here for real.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 no, She's the that's the only one I know.
2: Well. <laughs> I mean, and
3: that that helped. That cat that helped catapult us. You know, not only mm-hmm. Latino, we're we're doing bilingual. You know what I mean? We're we're doing you know gangster rap, gangster hip hop. You know, but then a female to boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean she. I mean. She's definitely a solid part I, I of the
2: team. I think her part on the song definitely is probably the most popular too. You know, mm-hmm. when you think mm-hmm. of the song, oh, yeah. she comes in. You
1: know, yep. yeah, it's everybody kind of waits for that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Per- and it's perfect
3: yeah, they're, they're
1: like P, P Who, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the G, the Untouchable G, or, or <laughs> no Katy? <KT. laughs> <laughs> like who's that guy? <laughs> me, and to- me and Tony, every time we listen to your song, we'd be like, "My Beretta, my <laughs> <laughs> And I would say that, but like, and, and I'd be like, "He goes, I know that guy." I go, no, you don't. He goes, "Yeah, he's friends with my brother." I was like. Mm-hmm. Really for reals? No way! I go. I want to meet that guy, man. I yeah, like. Yeah. I like his verse. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to always call you the Mexican Barry White because he'd be like, "What's up, jo- yeah. What's up, Joey?" Like, <laughs> oh,
2: man. Yeah, for real? He has that Mexican
1: Batman voice. Bro. I know. Now look, man. Uh, if you want to listen to this album, it's called Street Products. It's actually on YouTube. You could you could stream it right now. Touchable Street Products. Check it out, man. There's a lot of hits on there. There's a lot of jams. Um, they actually dropped a uh, EP before that. We're gonna get into that here in just a few minutes. But we also got to talk about this, man, because you know, just like you guys, I think you guys need to be, you know, paid your dues, man, or, or like, you know, what I mean, like somebody's got to pay dues for what you guys have done, man, because you guys done a, a di- have done a lot for the Magic Valley, and people don't remember this, you know, some of the youngsters. So we got to remind them, you know, about. Uh, the people that, you know, put down the bricks for this road that we walk on. That's hip-hop, right? Like my man, Tupac Shakur, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. Have we not all been mm-hmm. influenced by Tupac Shakur? Oh, yeah, man. The goat. Yep. I know. Yep. That's why I talk about him so much. Aaliyah's like, okay, that's enough of your Tupac crush, dad. No, that's not even. It's
0: funny because, like, like, growing up, we would listen to Tupac and stuff. But it wasn't until when me and my sister were in high school, we had speech class. And sh- we had to both do like an informative speech about someone. I did Queen Latifah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. did like I did Queen Latifah, and like I showed you. Yeah. And she played the song. She, Who are you calling? You and I. didn't play the clean version, and I was like, oh, <laughs> well, that's Queen Latifah, guys. She's no, not just an actress. No. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Tupac. Um, my sister picked Tupac, and just because we've always listened to his music, but that was probably the first time we both really got more involved about the history and kind of what he did and his poems. And my sister became super obsessed with him. And I think for the first two years, like she was nothing but tupac like she had everything tupac in her room she still has that big yeah she still has that big tupac um poster and stuff but we would talk about it more and more and then especially now with the documentary that came out Mm. like he's kind of bringing like getting brought back to history again because people do like the newer generation they know who he is but just like me i didn't know all the history behind it and like what he did and the fact that not, not a lot of people even know that the you know the they get taught in college about Tupac and yeah. his poems. Yeah, there's, how, there's
1: Tupac teachings. Yeah, Tupac
0: teachings and stuff. And so for him to be placed in the the Walk of Fame and stuff, like we had this conversation, I think the last episode, um, announcing that he was getting the star. But you know, sometimes it it's crazy how long it takes to get noticed, mm-hmm. and how long it takes to you know to really people to see that hard work you put into because nowadays there's so much going on in like the media world and everyone's trying to get to that top so quickly and so fast but then you have those people that they, they do have to work through that and they have to work through their failures and all of those stuff because you do fail like you cannot tell me that you get towards success without failing yeah. like yeah, and people right. and people mm. try to say that now oh I did this all like no you didn't okay mm. no one does stuff by themselves there's always those people that that's your support system and being able to talk to each other and conversate between you know what they went through what you and through um it's just it's something that makes it more impactful makes it more towards your success but it was really interesting because um as he did the the star yg you know started a little controversy with it because he didn't understand and just like we talked about the last episode why it took so long for him to be yeah because that's get uh, that 27 start. years since he's been yeah. gone and it took that long it took that long to, it that took that a, long to do it and it was 30 years the day that they put the star in someone who worked for the company was like, well, just let you know, like the reason why it took so long is because we'd fill all this paperwork and then his estate it takes and, years. I get it. and all this stuff. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, um, okay. And they're like, yeah, we just want to let, like, you know, he goes, mm, yeah, yeah, like, that's BS. Yeah, sure it is. Like you're just saying that to make yourself feel better about something that should have been done years ago. But I do know with his estate, especially after his mom passed away, I know that transition of who was going to kind of oversee that and stuff was a little tricky. Um, But it's nice to know that he's getting noticed and to even have someone of his family members to be able to present that um, because his sister was the one that got to um, present that award. She wore
1: a a Versace like type dress. Remember that Versace shirt that he had? But it it was a
0: very good, if you guys haven't watched, her speech that she gave, like it was a really good speech. I'm gonna
1: say this right now, not especially because we're talking about Tupac. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at Andy, and he looks like a Mexican Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> look at him, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he's got that look. He's like, Well, there, is, right now, yeah,
0: Tupac, he's there like, is. There is theories that Tupac's still <laughs> alive. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like <"Dear> mama. <laughs> uh, well, you know,
3: I mean, check this out, man. You know, as far as how long it took him to get there you know, I'd like us to focus on and be grateful that, that mm-hmm. he made it. Yeah, yeah that's right, true. Right? Oh, for sure. That's true. I mean, people have to understand that, that when gangster rap came on the scene back in the day, mm-hmm. um, it was a stain on the music industry, stain on society as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. And so they tried to suppress it, you know, by putting parental advisory sticker, like, oh, man, we're going to show everybody mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? And try to, like, Dumb it down, you know what I'm saying? And we actually flipped that around and used it to our advantage, you know what I'm saying? Straight that up. Almost like it was a brand. Like, Straight yeah, you know what? This is gangster. This is good music. This is the music your mama don't want and, you to listen to. <laughs> so on that note, I mean, you know, it, it takes a while, man, for, for the people, like, like the real people of this country, to work their way up into the system, mm-hmm. into the man, into the woman, whatever, mm-hmm. running the top, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we should just be grateful that we finally
1: got there. With Tupac, yeah, and his, he's got his yeah. star now. You know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel like he 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 carries the weight of a lot of us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And oh, even yeah. after his, you know, his 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 passing and stuff, like his legacy still carries everything that we all started doing back in the days. You know what I mean? And and I think it's a win for him. It's kind of like a win for all of us. I feel that's that's how I feel, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you think, Well, when it comes to Definitely. Tupac, bro, like
2: you know, you had you can't you can't hit success without failure. You mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. he took those failures and. Pushed it even more, when I think of tupac, bro, I think of the hard work and even the impact still to this day, he worked so hard, he grinded so hard, no excuses, bro, he went mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. you know, and look at the impact that he left yeah. you know that's the true success, and that's what's great, you know he's talking about our our you know here in this country like we got that opportunity. You know, what are you going to do with it? Like, Tupac is a great example of hard work, bro, mm-hmm. that, that true success. Because he went hard. You know, I read a meme the other day that he did, like, 713 songs or something like that. And, you oh, know, yeah. All these movies mm-hmm. in, a short, in a short amount of time. Yeah. And after he passed, hey, that death row era, though, that was That, that was, was fire. Man, oh, if you yeah. got to live, you know, we we thankful that we got to live through that. Because that was, when, the, when it came to the music, that era was something great. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that that was a dope.
1: Dope era. Yeah, that gr- the, that group of individuals that came together was like a, the, the superpowers of powers of mm-hmm. all. Like the West, that that really should be the Mount Westmore right there. Was right. everybody who was on that label? Like right, you were just right. like, dang man, Nate Dog, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Tupac. Yep. I mean the Dog Pound. You know what I mean? Lady of Rage. You know, yeah, Doctor yeah. Dre. Oh, I mean all of those. You're like, dang, these were all in this label. Bro, you listen to the album The yeah. All Eyes on Me ch- Oh, Fire
2: right? And then when he dropped Machiavelli right after oh, After man. his passing Man, that was that, on That gives other, me chills That <laughs> was on some other For real Like if you guys knew The history of, yeah. uh, of Tupac For real Like we got to live it That was great, man That yeah. we got to experience it That And you know We need to bring that Back into the music You know what yeah. I mean mm-hmm. And it's also inspiring That, you know his music is legendary. It and never dies. And it, and if you're a great artist, you can create something so great that it'll live on forever, bro. Yeah, and exactly. then now with the metaverse, even forever, forever, you'll be yeah. alive in the metaverse. you Seriously.
0: Yeah, Biggie
1: Big, Big, just th- did a concert like not too long ago in the metaverse. <laughs> That's what, what I'm mean? saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and, and they did post uh, some AI pictures of Tupac, you know, in front of his a star. And it looked really cool, man. I was like, dang, man, it makes me sad. Like, because I'm like, I wish that this guy would have lived to be able to see how much people love him, you know what I mean? Oh, and um man, he, he could feel it right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he can, right? And so, you know, we were speaking about the documentary, so i uh, I've talked about it before, but I was like in the middle of it when we when we uh, gave like a review. but mm-hmm. I watched it as a whole. and really, it um, there's so much information about Tupac out there. There's so much that we've heard almost everything. But this documentary did a really beautiful job. Of giving you stuff that you had never seen well, before. Well, the
2: executive pr- producer had some beef with him. Yeah, he or did. Alan
1: yeah. Hughes, he did, and he had he had beef. But we talked about this before. Is that mm-hmm. that he said like, what good is it gonna do me to tarnish his name? Like, this is for the fans. Yeah, yeah. for real. Like he and he's That's like, look, up. I had beef with him. I wish I would have squashed it. I didn't, you know. And unfortunately, we move forward. But like, th- people love him. Like every uh, people are gonna know if I'm being a you know being a punk about this they're gonna know
0: well then he's like why why put in all the hard work to just be part of cancel culture yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) so he didn't do it so what he put together was a beautiful documentary Mm -hmm. it was it was it was a great union and and story of 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 a son and his mother and his mom She's man like blew me away the stuff she would do this woman was so instrumental in the Black Panther Party that um, she was arrested um, did you ever watch that movie The Black Messiah no. Okay. There's there's That's this one guy who man. he was he was a young man and he was doing a lot of good things for for uh, within the community. Right. But they 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 killed him. They they basically murdered him and and they made it seem like it was some kind of a raid. But they killed a bunch of the people and they arrested a bunch. There was like twelve of them they arrested. Mm-hmm. Afini was one of them. She was arrested and they took them all to prison. And so she decided that she was going to um, be her own you know uh, lawyer. So she, she represented herself. In this big, big freaking uh, um, case, back when racial yeah. was really and guess big. what, she won. Oh, she won the case on her own. She was that educated. This this uh, this lady. She got uh, she got out a few others too, but even then after that, it became a point where she felt like she had to be looking over her shoulder because of what she did. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of that. Um, and all of them were talking about it, like all these uh, these guys from the Black Pan- Panther Party, they're like, we didn't know what PTSD was. We didn't know what all these things were. So we didn't know that we were going through that, you know? And, and so the only way that we can, you know, fight that or whatever in our way was, you know, drug abuse. Mm-hmm. And so we were just trying to hide from these pains and these things that we went through, and that's what happened. So that's kind of what happened to her because she was always, like, you know, moving. That's why Tupac was always moving somewhere. She was always looking through her because she was like, they're going to get That's us. That's crazy. I haven't
2: seen that. I want to yeah. watch that. Yeah. And What's so, it called?
1: It's called Dear Mama. It's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And, and it's Mama. like uh, four, four parts, five four parts? Part, or, five yeah, parts. Four,
0: yeah, five parts. And um,
1: But anyways, um, I want you to watch the whole thing because really it's so good and it's so, the story is told so beautifully. Um, But by the end of it, man, like... Look, I always get teared up, man, when I when I see something about Tupac, and then I see his demise. But man, I, I freaking I like I was like in tears watching this, bro. Because we had that yeah. connection with yeah, him. We, yeah, he, he
2: connected yeah. with us so so hard, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was speak. He was the voice for a lot of people. He was speaking you know for I mean? us, man.
1: Even like he says, you know, L A wouldn't be uh, without Mexicans. That's you know, right. black love in the sets again. You know, he would always give us love. He would give love for everybody. He would give love to those that didn't have a voice. To mm-hmm. those that 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 were fighting. You know. Those that were struggling, he was—he was our voice, man. That's why you know us as Latinos and Blacks. We, we, we—you know—we, we, we gravitate to him mm-hmm. and his music so much because when we were growing up, we didn't have—and and I always talk to Ali about this, but we didn't have representation, right? Like now, there's right. more representation for us, more people of, that look like us that are doing positive mm. things. We didn't have that. We only had this, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. and this—that's it. That's it. Yeah, that, that's, that's
2: kind of what influenced me as an artist to to create music. You know, was was always always you know our culture. You know, our culture is the greatest culture on earth. I love <laughs> you know, it's, it's so beautiful and colorful, up, man. man. It is big it, facts, boy. It, it big really facts. is. And, uh, and uh, Tupac, you know, he influenced that culture. You know, he really did. You know, the Mexicans loved him, bro. Latino, Latino loved Tupac. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he really influenced, and, and it kind of influenced me in the way I created music for. For our culture, bro, you know, for the love of it, you know, that's, he he made a big impact. Well, shout out yeah, to but, his mom that raised yeah, him. I mean, yeah, and it's cool because, like, I
0: think, because even, like, Kanye West, like, Kanye West documentary, watching all that, like, the positive impact that his mom put on him and like she would always correct him if he was getting a little out of control or things like that. But it's just interesting to see that support system of because of those women, especially Tupac's mom, because she was very educated and she never stopped fighting no matter what it was. And that's how he was, was that no matter all the crap he got, he still kept fighting for what he believed in because that's what he was taught to do.
1: Yeah. There's, you know, and there's so much footage that Mm -hmm. I've never seen. And he, that's what Alan Hughes did is he's like, I'm going to get as much never before seen footage
0: But just like Kanye West, like he had, he started filming these videos back in the early nineties. That's a good
1: documentary too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like back
0: in the early nineties, like all this footage of him in his apartment because he knew
1: he was going to be yeah, and go
0: into the record label. Yeah, and going to the record label and showing you know these songs that they didn't care about and that were going to be the biggest hits. Like those are so cool to see those never before seen footage because you truly do get to really almost be in that moment of what they were doing in that process.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, and who's to say? You know, Mm -hmm. you look at Kanye West, right, and all the stuff that he did. Who's to say that with all that pressure and all that type of, um, uh, like, media looking Mm -hmm. at you consistently, if if, if that wouldn't have happened to Tupac? You know what I mean? We don't know what could have happened because the guy was only 25 when he passed away. Imagine being only 25. And and from 17 to 25, making so much impactful music Mm -hmm. and such an impact on the world. Not just here in the States, but on the world. To be spoken of and be taught about in classes yeah. and the legacy that Shoot, he created. I'm
0: 24 to even think like right? if, like up. being in that like <laughs> that's just insane. Like that you everybody said that wanted much. to see
1: him fail. Everybody yeah. wanted to, all yeah. the people that that hated him wanted to see him fail. You know what I mean? Only only the people like us, like, the, the the people from the streets, man, were like we want to see this guy win because if he wins, we win. You know? And right, he, he had- still
0: and he still won even after his passing. Yeah, that's
1: true. And he, he's still winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, he true.
2: He finally got his star and man, his. It's legendary. True. You know, it's he, true, man.
1: He made an impact for, forever, mm-hmm. so, forever. You know what I mean. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, man. So congratulations to Tupac Shakur for for getting that star on the Walk he of Fame, man. Well deserved. Yeah. And uh, we got to talk about Untouchable. Now, Untouchable. Uh, we we talked about the impact it made on the Magic Valley and beyond. I know when you guys would go to Idaho, I mean to to Boise and further out, like you guys would get the same amount of love. Like people were like, were like, man, these guys are. They, everybody would tell me, oh. Oh, they're from tw- they're from the twin area I was like yeah mm-hmm. they're like man this whole time everybody was thinking that like you guys were like a like a super mainstream um uh, artist group right? right and 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 uh and, and I'm gonna throw shout outs to the music monster because the music monster uh, intertwined local music local hip-hop throughout the duration like uh, like regularly playing all the time yeah. and uh, I remember I'd be working with Ed, Ed MC Fresh we'd be laying carpet listening to Burning Hot shout out Fresh <laughs> yeah dude and uh, you'd be listening you know, OG OG yeah Paradise Ready Star uh, Mad Row you know yeah. you, you, we'd be listening to all these guys you know Street Empire 2 everybody so yep. everybody was was doing something but you guys were in the forefront so you guys and Mad Row so what Mad Row was doing for the Boise area you guys were doing for the whole Magic Valley area mm. and then not only that but you guys were doing when where, uh, Brown ecstasy started, you guys were you know following suit and doing so much. You know what I mean? There was so much love from uh, from the all types of people because I remember going to your concerts. There was all types of walks of, of life of people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's, there's there's white people, there was uh, Mexicans, there was everybody. Yep. Everybody was jamming out to your music. And um, I mean, give me one one instant. Give me one instant when you're like, "Whoa, we just we just did something. Like, do you know that moment when you're like? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, man. We're a freaking we're we're a group, man. Like, oh dang, give me that give me that instant when you felt that, uh, Shorty. We
3: well we were doing a show in Boise, I it was it's a low rider show or something. And uh we, we we had these show discs uh set up or whatever back in the day, put on C D, give it to the DJ, CDs, whatever, yeah. Yeah, CDs are called
1: compact discs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you'd listen <laughs> to music. Yeah, All your kids out there. But,
3: uh Yeah, so we so the DJ throws in the disc and it's not playing, you know, so We're like, you know, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, so we had an idea, Bones, to pull up his car. It
2: worked in my car, in the CD
3: And we, yeah, we we played the CD out of his car, brought the microphone over and put it next to the speaker on the door. And uh, we put it down, put it, put down our set that way, man. Everybody gathered around. It was just, is it the weird dynamic that was happening or whatever? And uh, love was insane, man. I mean, for people to see, oh, man, they, they, the crowd that we
2: attracted, you know, it was, it was.
3: I mean, for things to break down like that, like, you're you're ready to perform and, you, and your content's not ready, you know. But to, to improvise and make that happen was just, you know, it, it was a, that was one of the... the. the that was
2: one of our first shows, one of our very first shows that we did. And, man, we just we and, made it happen, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and,
3: and people came, you know, people were paying attention. I mean, the content of our music, too, especially Paper Route. And yeah. Paper Route, I mean, I think Paper Route, you know, yeah, you got Thug Lady, you got Burning Hot, you know what I'm saying? But then you got the, the OGs, you know... The shadows, you know what I mean? That they would watch our sets. We'd open up from they're watching our sets. Come back to the studio later and they're it's paper route on their brains, you right, know. And it's yeah. like it's like, yeah, you know, but so the content of the music and and the stories Cause, cause and it, the songs, it was, it was relatable,
2: just, they could relate to it. You know what I mean? We we yeah. were speaking we were we were rapping about the culture, bro. You know, the good, the bad, you know. Yeah. yeah. All of it. And they they could just relate to well, it. To me one of one of the big moments to me was Actually, when Music Monster started
1: spinning Thug Lady... At that moment. Did you the, get that uh, five heartbeats moment where you're like, girl, we're on the radio. <laughs> we're on
2: the radio. But it started being a consistent
1: thing, bro. It just
2: started yeah. being consistent to where, you know, I even heard that from here that the phones were ringing off yeah, the hook they were
1: for requests. Because that's always, how you had to do it back then. You had to yeah, yeah, Hey, can I hear that new one song from Untouchable? <laughs> Here's <laughs> <laughs> you know the one banger from Untouchable? Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll play Banger right now. Let's go.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean?
2: That was a great, great feeling, bro. You know? And you know, we, we had a desire, bro, too. We had we had a focus, uh, just like Tupac, you know, he had that purpose, that nothing, he fought for it all the way to the end. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, nothing
2: nothing took him away from his purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh sometimes life gets in the way and stuff, but you know, we're talking about how the music always lives forever, bro. And it doesn't really you can't really put an age on it, you know. Like we mm-hmm. we're a little bit older, but me man, I always I've always been part of the music. It gets in me, it's who it's who I am and I'm and I always will will be and now even more that I'm at uh older age. You know, I look at Tupac and how he he kept fighting for his purpose. You know, you look at life and think, well, what are you going to do? What, what's the big thing? You know what I mean? And to me, you know, just That's, music. Because yeah, I'm an artist, music. bro. I'm yeah. an artist yeah. at heart. And I just, you know, I want to keep creating for the culture and, mm-hmm.
1: and keep it moving. Yeah, you know, um, I, I got asked uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. And they said, uh, they're like, um, hey, man, you like doing this? Like, you know, doing the radio stuff and all that. I was like, yeah, I love doing it. They're like, uh, so are you ever, ever going to stop doing it? I was like... No, I go, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. And they're like, really, I, I would think that you would just want to, you know, uh, focus on the business aspect and, and not want to be on the radio. I go, bro, that's my lifeline, like being mm-hmm. creative. Like, But that's
0: the best part about yeah. working in the radio industry, because mm-hmm. you have people like Tom Nelson.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love and, Tom Nelson.
0: And Doug, little mm-hmm. Dougie yeah. right there. But like those people, like they've done it all and the fact that you could it's just a voice that's all you yep. need it's just a voice and to be able to still love what you do yeah. you, guys, like,
3: you guys are good at it man let I me mean, look at you guys' <laughs> chemistry you know what I mean? I mean you actually set me at ease I'm
0: <laughs> <laughs> it definitely helps to stuff. be related and like this and it's funny because like that this is kind of how we started the show like even the podcast because we were doing the morning show for a while and then we both got promoted and then I was moving out at the time and we were like my I dad. need my connection with yes, my daughter. daughter. <laughs> and he's like, let's do this podcast. They're like, okay. Yeah, I know that
2: connection. Yeah, so no, we've, no, been, no. we've been
0: doing it since I moved out. But, like, it's just, especially, like, being so young. I mean, I... I worked at radio for a very small time and it was just six really months
1: f- and we had a number one uh, a morning show. Yeah, a morning show. Wow, and awesome. it was just Congrats. really interesting. Thank, Thank you. you. Because it was just
0: a, it was so awesome <laughs> to see right <laughs> it was so awesome to see these people like Tom Nelson because I remember going being in high school and doing my senior project and I had Tom be my mentor and just even hearing his stories of what why he loved radio so much because he after he left for a little bit, like he really needed that connection again. And I just think that to ever stop, like, why would you ever stop having yeah. that connection?
1: There's, there's no reason to stop, man. Yeah. That's, that's that's in our bloodline. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's it's what we do, right? To be creative and stuff like that. Now, P. Shorty, I'm, I got to ask you a question, man. All right, let's, let, uh, I got to ask you this because you've been out of the spotlight for a bit. I think the last time you've been on stage was with me when we did in La Noche um, last year. Yeah, and I'm gonna ask you to come back again this year. Just (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) be ready to perform. He's like, what day? I'm kind of busy on all those
0: days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, here's the thing, man. Is I know you took a break because you're building like a log cabin. You're like a Paul Bunyan up in there. You know what I mean? You're like, dude is out there like living the family life and being. I I uh... turn
3: wrenches nowadays, man. (laughs) Yo, yo, give me some channel locks
2: and the vice grip, and I'll build you a house. Yeah. No, no, but they don't. They don't know the real P. Short. Nah, that's boys. what I no, was saying. This was the the major, you know, <laughs> the reason Untouchable, you know, was able to do what it did because of he the, was the conductor. The, right? hustle, he the was hustle. The hustle that like, this guy has, man.
3: The yeah.
1: hustle is unbelievable, bro. No, no,
3: no. It took an army, man. It took an <laughs> army. Man.
1: But you know what? There, there always re- is required a leader, a leader mm-hmm. to lead the pack, right? And we're 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 all we're all leaders, right? But it takes it takes somebody to teach us that route. Right. Mm -hmm. And to teach us that that moment of what we have to do, because we don't know what we're doing. None of us. Like we said, we'd have representation. Right. We grow up. We grow up doing whatever we were doing. Like your mom would be like, hey, just come home at night. You come home at night. You would just run free all day long. That's that's why we didn't have no control over what we were doing. (laughs) Nobody was telling us what to do. And the only people we would listen to is whoever our older brother type. A, you know, person was in our life. Yep. You know what I mean? So if our older brother is like teaching us how to be like, you know, street smart and then how to beat down people and stuff like that, then that's what we're going to do. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? You know what I mean? Like my older, my older brother, you know, rest in peace, Ralph. Like that's what he would teach me. Like, hey man, somebody get bro- froggy with you, leap, Ta- take them out. Mm-hmm. If, they, if, they act, if they act stupid, sock them up, man. Yep. Don't, don't give them, don't give them, don't even give them a chance to start talking. Just, Beat him up already. Right. You know what I mean? Do this, do that. So, like, I was just like, all right, man, what's up? Like, boom! You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was like that. But, um, you know, it takes somebody to lead the pack. And 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 like uh, Bone says, man, you know, you took the reins. You, you've always been that kind of guy that you ask so many questions to the point that I'm like, okay, bro okay bro but you're like no i gotta you're overthinking overthinking, man (laughs) shut your brain down but you're like i gotta understand the the inner workings of this method Mm -hmm. because if i understand the inner workings of this method it's gonna be my it's gonna be something that's gonna be pivotal for me to be able to move forward and while you're moving forward then you bring everybody with you you've always been that guy Mm -hmm. like i the, the very first time i ever recorded a song like professionally, I'm gonna say, because I used to record songs, but like real chaffas, man. But mm-hmm. yeah. the vet- yeah. We have like home videos, <laughs> you know, oh, was, just like in the it's living it's room with so the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> they will never be unearthed. Only my family <laughs> see these. But I already, I already recorded, but I wasn't a, like a person who would like go into a studio until mm-hmm. you. We we were doing stuff. I think it was 2006, wasn't it? Um oh yeah, five, oh six. Yeah, oh five, oh like six. Yep. It was kinda end of 05 yep. And this is when we were all we were both, you know, popping and everything. Yep. And you're like, Hey Bravo, you rap, huh?
0: And I was like, <laughs> Well, you
1: know, a little bit. I don't know, I'm not trying to be a rapper. Come on, man. You can rap. We gotta get you on a well, we gotta get you on a track, bro. Come on. And I was like, I I don't know, man. He goes, Man, just come over and you probably like to beat in right to r- rap out here. <laughs> <laughs> so then I did this I did this verse, you know, for a song called Mi Tierra on, on your street uh products album. Breaking vibes <laughs> No away. And I was like, "Who's on it?" And then I was bone. It was you, as uh, Pays, and I was like, "Bro, this song is fire, man!" Yeah. And then I think, I think I either wrote it or I just it. I don't even remember, but I remember that it was just like I heard the beat and I was like, "I'm gonna say this," and that's why Untouchable Riders. And yeah. I was like, hook, and, bro, that "Yeah." Hook. And then oh, we yeah. just started saying that. But here's here's the crazy thing: people don't even know this. I don't even know if you know this, but I just said that we Untouchable Riders, no one can do. I just said that, and then I start rapping. Anyways. Uh, P Shorty's like, Bravo, see, I knew you had it in you, man. (laughs) And I I was like, hey, thanks, man. This is dope, dude. This is so cool. And that's that's where I got the itch to want to record more. And then afterwards, he hit me up. He's like, hey, Bravo, I hope you don't mind, man. But when you say... A touchable Riders I'm biting it I- I I'm bite biting that. it I'm gonna put it in the hook And yeah. I was like Oh damn You're gonna put me in the hook Yeah man That's <laughs> and I was like Oh So then I hear the song I was like Oh snap Everybody's verse was like Dang dang You know freaking uh, yep, Bone yep. up in there You know You in there freaking yep. uh, Pays kills I'm like Whoa This song is amazing yeah. Bro I was so like I was so honored To be a part of that Right That piece of work You yeah. know And that is the reason why I'm still rapping today because of that song, because of you. Yeah. And you know, you and Mag are my are, are the, <laughs> my reason for for rapping, bro. And right. I don't know if you guys know that or understand, about how much impact that made on my life. Because after that, everybody wanted me to be on their song, and that's why that's why freaking Keno goes. You're on a song with Pete Shorty? I thought you weren't going to rap. I go, I just don't. I want you on a song. I want you on a song. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, you know, I don't know. I go, I go. I, I haven't written anything. Just do, do a freestyle of this. And I freestyle the the, the Street Empire one, the, the Have You Heard. And oh, he goes, wow. I'm going to release this uh, in a week. And I was like, bro, I wanted I wanted Pete uh, Shorty to release Mi Tierra first. He's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm releasing this first. That's why Street Empire's Have You Heard came out before Mi Tierra. Because yep. he knew you were putting me on a song first. Yeah, and he wanted to be the Kino, first one to put me Kino, on a song. Kino's Funny like that. Yeah,
3: what up, Kino? I got you, man. Yep,
1: yep. And that's when that song came on. Then everybody was like, dang, you rap. And then it just and then from there on, I just mm-hmm. started working with you know with you, with with MAG, then uh, uh, Skills, Skilly Waves, Young Skills, yep. started doing stuff with him. We did the filthy hooligans, and it just pushed forward. Right. from then, then forward. But that was because of Mi Tierra. So y'all got to listen to that song, by the way. Untouchable, Mi Tierra, look it up. It's mm-hmm. on YouTube. That song is, is, mm-hmm. is monumental uh, uh, to this conversation and what we're doing here because I, I know you guys are working on stuff. You know, we're, we, we can't say too much. <laughs> That's all we can say. We can't say too much. No but,
0: spoilers. No spoilers.
1: <laughs> but you guys are going to be on the 12 Rounds podcast with our homie MAG. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to fill people in on everything Untouchable. Yep. You know what I mean? Because Untouchable really made an impact on the Magic Valley. Yep. And we want people to know that because some of these Chicano rappers that out here don't even know that you guys put the bricks down for that. You guys, the Brown ecstasy put bricks down.
3: Oh, I'm saying a lot, man. Yeah,
1: but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's even like I was telling, I was telling, uh, I was telling That's you, crazy. like, um, when I think about you guys, I think about you guys as like the N.W.A. of this, of of, of that era in this time frame, because you guys started doing your guys' thing, and you guys spread out, and you guys were like, you know, you had uh, G-Series, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Dope Stilo, you know, you guys were doing all these different things on the side, you know, blossoming on your own. I and could, helping I other. Artists. I can't
3: even believe that you can even say stuff like that. It yeah. wild <laughs> to me. But, you know, but that's I mean, what I'm saying. It's like, are you,
1: this is just crazy. Dude. Because you know? you're looking at it from the it's inside. Insane. I'm looking at it from the. You know, I am mm. on the outside looking in. You know.
3: No, no <laughs> we. You know, we ain't yeah. nothing special. Man, we're real people. You know, just
1: spitting yeah. real yeah. stuff. Watch, watch my language, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> real spiel. Yeah. yeah, real spiel.
1: But you guys have done some really cool stuff, man. You guys have, uh, have done songs with with legendary Chicano rappers like Mr. Shadow, uh, Los Marijuanos, um, Mr. Yeah. Little. What is that? Uh, M- Shadow, Mr. Uh, Listen, yeah. Little One, uh, RBX. You guys have done a lot. I mean, lo- bravo. I mean it, it was
3: right at twenty years ago mm-hmm. um, when we put this stuff together, you know, mm. and to still be having a conversation about it twenty years later. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who puts out an album that lasts this long, you know, it's just mm-hmm. insane to me. Yeah. It it's just blown blown my mind, dude, honestly, you know. I very, think it's very to be celebrated. Yeah. Very humble, appreciate everybody that still jams it, that gets it, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, things got a little wacky there for a while, you know, yeah. so it was unfortunate that we really couldn't put our story down back in the day, you know but uh but just Back just the- very humbled man that to even still have this opportunity it's, yeah. it's just wild man
1: yeah and 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 uh, yourself bone um you know you 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 talk about this stuff in retrospect and and how when you were younger you didn't really get what was, what was being done you know because when we're all young we're all on fire man we just want to we just want to do oh, things bro, that, that, the, and we're not thinking the about the, the construction, you know the
2: influence that was created off of that you know the impact that Untouchable had in such a short amount of time bro you know we we were young we were having fun you know doing dumb stuff you mm-hmm. know and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know I really didn't understand it but you know now you know I'm a little older and, I, and I'm glad to be you know reconnecting with G and you know the music I've always made music I never stopped making music I just you know really didn't I would play some out. of your
1: jams some of your singles yeah, on uh, you, you, Rolling yeah, With Bravo too yeah, yeah the
2: G-Series stuff you played yeah. some of that and yeah. yeah that was good I mean my kids love it too right? Man, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another co- cool feeling but yeah to to still be here you know 20 years later bro 20 years you know yeah. that that that's good it, it feels it's good to, to yeah to still have a part and you know we really didn't didn't get our uh the chance to really put it out properly, you know, and it was something that was a big part of my life, of all our lives, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and uh, now digging back into it, like it still, it still goes with the culture, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And our culture is so beautiful, and 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 I love it. And I want to get back to it, and uh, that's what we're doing, man. That's just you know, well we're
1: doing what we do, you know. Yeah, for all the fans out there, they really want to know the ups and downs of Untouchable and what what caused the separation and everything like that. And we really want to get into that. But my man. Uh, MAG 12 rounds podcast man he's gonna really break it down and
0: that's a perfect podcast yeah, to
1: talk man. about yes. that you know I know
2: MAG he, he's not gonna hold back the punches no, bro man. no he's but that's not. the
0: purpose of his podcast yeah. is to see is to see all of that stuff and that's that's what makes yeah. that podcast so awesome and we've had a lot of um, people on this show and then that transition yeah. in between because at least we get to do the fun part this is the <laughs> this,
1: this is, is a prelude <laughs> to what, what you all are gonna wanna know about Untouchable and yeah. you all have to look up Untouchable Untouchable Street Products, especially everybody around the world that tunes in and listens to this podcast. I mean, we got people in Caracas. We got people in Germany, Singapore, everywhere listening to this podcast right now. And we want Mm -hmm. all of you out there, especially like in Japan. There's people in Japan. I know they love the Chicano culture. Mm -hmm. Look up Untouchable Street Products. And trust me, you're going to love it. Uh, my personal favorites: uh, "Burning Hot Thug Lady" and, of course, "Mi Tierra" uh, holds a really uh, special place in my heart. Favorite, and I that think sound like favorites. Yeah, favorites. <laughs> 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 but but here's the thing, man: is uh, 20 years has passed since this album dropped. You know what I mean? And I think it needs a celebration of sorts. And I know there's a celebration of sorts coming. And we're not going to say much more than that, man. Yeah,
0: stop talking. Yeah, Cause,
1: <laughs> cause, cause I, MAG strictly told me, you better not say any of this yeah, stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I have to reiterate, like, don't say anything about this stuff. That's the thing. Like, my dad always says, like, you can't spoil this and that. All I said was and 20 years,
1: it causes a celebration. Sad. That's all I said. Yeah, we could be throwing sad. a big bowl barbecue and a cookout for all everybody. Right, that's, that's true. All we did. But, <laughs> you
0: know, you, you're mentioning, because this episode all together, it's, it's nostalgic and just kind of, you know, years passing and stuff, and even music. Like, we talk about how music carries on. Um, we always do this segment called Streamer Theater. Oh, yeah. And we talk about movies that come out, whether you should go in the theater or just stay at home and pay, like, $2 to rent the movie. But Transformers just came out over the I know, weekend. I want to see that. Um, I'm and so jealous.
1: I, you didn't even invite me. I was so mad.
0: <laughs> I, like, slept but, all day, and then it was, like, 10 o'clock. And I told my sister, you want to go to the movies? 10.45. Let's go
1: watch uh, Transformers. <laughs> let's go
0: watch Transformers <laughs> night, together. Like, <laughs> but it, like... For one, I I give it a 8.5 out of 10, but the the reason why I loved it so much was because it's The era—it's 1994—that this this storyline is happening, and of course Anthony Ramos, um, that we've talked about before, he is the lead. Um, But what's so cool about this movie is the amount of music that they put on this.
1: Yeah, because it's it's based in the 90s. right?
0: In the 90s, and like when it goes down, literally from beginning to end, it's It's just all this nostalgic music. Some Tupac on there. Oh my gosh, it was. (laughs) I'm not giving any spoilers, but I'll tell you what. Like every song that came on, I was like. I love this movie more like banger. because
1: it's the first banger, 10 banger. minutes
0: yeah they're the first 10 Better minutes they play
1: another banger from Untouchable just saying yeah, <laughs> maybe I don't know they but, yeah they the first to. 10 the minutes next one, the yeah next one. first 10
0: minutes of the movie it's about four or five songs that you get to hear and you're like oh my gosh but it's just so cool because they do they actually pay a lot back into that the 90s feeling and just seeing that history right there like it's just it's cool and I and love it it's definitely a
1: theater movie and it's definitely okay. a theater movie gonna you gonna have watch to today. watch
0: in the theater if you guys have motion seats i would recommend watching in motion should it's, I get d If you do, I'll go back with you. Okay. That's how much I love okay. it. Because I'll okay. just go back and okay. watch it all over again. <laughs> but, Let's go watch Transformers after yeah, that. It's <laughs> right. But it's definitely uh, a theater. But just, you know, reitering the nostalgic feeling too. Like, it's just, it's cool to see. Uh, And we've actually had this conversation because Ninja Turtles is coming out here pretty soon and they're and they're bringing back the nostalgic music. But just bringing that era back again and just kind of reiterating what is done, because, yeah, you know, people will listen to it like, oh, this is cool, blah, blah, blah. But nobody knows the history behind Mm -hmm. it and knows what it's done.
1: So Untouchable, um, Mm -hmm. the group, Mm -hmm. if there was a uh, if you were to match up with one of the Turtles this is what I think. Serious
0: question, Leonardo.
1: You would be Michelangelo. That's right. And uh, that I was would my favorite one. I would two. say forty was Raphael, <laughs> and 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 then Joe uh, Donatello. You know what I mean? That's that's why I think you guys would match up. <laughs> that's like the perfect line. <laughs> And then then KT Money, April (laughs) O'Neil. crush on her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So make sure you guys pull up the album. It's called Untouchable. It's called Street Products. That's the name of the album. Look it up. There's a bunch of bangers on there. Street
3: Products. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Check it out. Check it out. And um, if they want to follow you, because I know you're on social media. uh, 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 Hector Bones Navarez. Okay, that's where they they follow uh, Hector Bones Navarez. Follow him on all social media, my man. Uh, P Shorty, and no, then touchable I don't trust G. It doesn't trust, you gotta, trust you gotta you gotta send you gotta send you a letter with everybody. the pigeon you gotta, you gotta come see, me, just, me, you gotta come you see me yeah you gotta, ta- see me talk to me. yeah you gotta you gotta send a letter with the
0: pigeon send a couple pigeons his way he'll get i, he'll get I told you, you my boy's my boy's
1: paul bunyan he's up in there uh, bringing building cabins <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like commando he's like, <laughs> he's like he's like commando hanging out in the in the, in the cabin in the, in the woods man so all right so make sure you check it out thank you so much for coming through and don't forget 12 rounds podcast look up that podcast follow us on social media as well, because we're going to drop some information for you guys that you guys are going to really, really want to uh, see and know about. And also when, when they're on 12 rounds podcast, you guys are going to be able to see that. All right. So make sure you follow us. You guys want to say anything to the fans out there?
2: Man, I just want to say thanks to, to giving this opportunity to be on here. You know, it's always cool to stop by, say what's up. And, you know, you always show love and all your work that you're doing, bro. Amazing. Thank you guys for having us on the podcast and to all our fans. You know, go go stream the music. Go check it out on, on YouTube, Untouchable Street Products, you know, culture and love music for real. And uh and follow me at Hector Bones Navarres and you'll start seeing more of that coming into play. All right, that's for sure.
3: Yeah. Yo, I'm just I'm just blown away, man. This this whole experience is just, you know, quite the trip, you know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to the future, man.
2: Oh yeah, man. It just feels good to reconnect. That's what's and up. You, man. Can, you can't follow me.
0: Yeah, you can't follow me. <laughs> But You can follow they us. They follow me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can follow us Joey at Joey Bravo208.
1: L- or Sipping Tea with Joey and Marie. Keep up updated with all the stuff right there. Have yourself an uh, amazing week. And shout outs to the homies, Peace Shorty and Bones Untouchable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Another bang up from untouchable. Another drum back down, make it touchy-tool. touch your toes.
3: Touch your ladies in the club, if you feel the flow. Brush up your shoulders and you be